Hey. Hey. Hey, guess what? What? An episode started. Oh, wow. So uh, I do have a food heist. Good. Sort of. I have food theft. Food theft. I don't know how heisty this is. All right. So this is in Japan. Okay. Central Japan. In right. fact, Yamanashi Prefecture, city uh-huh. of Fuefuki. Uh-huh. Someone has stolen approximately 5,000 peaches. In wow. fact, I think it's actually more than that. It's a lot of peaches. Since June fifteenth, mm-hmm. uh huh, a total of fourteen thousand four hundred peaches have been stolen. Mm. Which is that's a way lot of peaches. That's a lot of peaches. Mm-hmm. That's three point eighty seven million yen, okay. and about twenty eight thousand four hundred dollars U.S. Okay. And this article is old. This article's mm-hmm. from oh June twenty second. So that was one week worth of peach thefts. And it's probably a lot more since then, and I've just had this in my phone waiting for its day. They haven't uh, caught him yet? No, well, at least as of June 22nd, they hadn't caught him. I don't do a lot of rigorous journalism. <laughs> we can't tell. I, I yeah. find cool articles. This one somebody sent to me, and it's just been in my phone. So maybe I will at some point look this up and say, hey, uh, how many more peaches have been stolen? Mm-hmm. But there's like, people keep stealing all these peaches. Here's the thing about the peaches. You got to offload those quick, right? Like it's not like stealing yeah. the oil. No. They, you can you can, that can you, just sit there yeah, for months. Wait for the heat to come off, you know, hide around the corner mm-hmm. a couple of years later be like, "Hey, I got I got some stuff." You, you no, need these some peaches. Oil. The you, peaches they yeah. got to move. The city has hired 70 people to patrol the peach orchards to make sure that nobody can steal the peaches. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, there's just all of these little peach mm. thefts going on. And it says here, mm-hmm. it says, this is a quote from the governor of Yamanashi. Mm-hmm. He says, this is an extremely vicious and heinous crime. And I don't know what's vicious about it. Like if they, you know, chewed apart tree branches while they were stealing the peaches or what. But it cannot be tolerated. So, Yeah. I'm going to look up right now. That sounds like Japan. So Japanese. Peach. Right? Like theft. And we'll see if there's m- more up to date. Others news. are stealing Red Bulls, you know, or rancid oil. Japan, they're stealing peaches, and it is. Okay. August yeah. 12, mm-hmm. 1,000 peaches stolen from Fukushima Orchard. That's the actually that's the bell we have every time peaches get stolen in Japan. That goes off. <laughs> yeah, it's been so it's that been, we can stay on top it's of been it. Loud, and lately. it has not shut up for the mm-hmm. whole summer. It's been yeah. amazing. So anyway, peach thefts continue apace. More at ten. I think the peach thieves get to be pretty high on our hierarchy, right? Like, well, they were think, extremely vicious and heinous. Yeah, that doesn't. Would, you would think they're like peaches, yeah, whatever. But the person who steals peaches, this is this sort of quiet, sort of very dangerous person mm-hmm. that, you know, they get in there and you're like, I'm not messing with them. I don't know why they wanted those peaches. You but- know, are they dangerous or did they just grow up on media that normalized the theft of peaches? Maybe. Like, did they listen to a song that said, Millions of peaches, peaches for me? Millions of peaches, peaches for free, and totally misinterpret it. And then they just don't know how to interact with a plausible 
these peaches are not for you kind of society. You know, speaking of that, it reminds me that I have to make a correction to a previous heist discussion. Okay. So Lex Luthor did not steal any pies. He did not. He stole cakes. He stole 50 cakes? 40. 40 cakes. 40. It is not quite as bad a crime as I thought. He stole 40 cakes, though. Okay. You know, you can argue that a cake is maybe, I don't know, which is more more valuable, a cake or a pie? I think that your brain made the conversion already. Right. 40 cakes to 50 pies. So every pie is worth slightly less than one cake, right? So, yeah. I was looking into this just to double check myself, and I discovered that there are multiple times in current DC canon where his theft of 40 cakes has been mentioned. Really? By other characters. That's amazing. And so it is DC canon that at one point he stole 40 cakes. So it was not just Mm -hmm. for like the kid's coloring book. Yep. It is DC canon. Or it may have been just for the kid's coloring Uh book, but then that was They even quoted, like, I saw some of the panels. One of them was he was a kid in school and he was mad at the administration. So he stole the cakes that were going to be for a party that they were doing. Okay. And so, but another one was just like, do you know he stole 40 cakes? And the other one's like, 40 cakes? And the first guy's like, yeah, that's terrible. Just like in the thing. (laughs) That's amazing. What that tells me is that mm -hmm. some... One else, some writer saw the same thing you did. Yeah. And then was like, I can't wait till I become a writer for DC because I am going to bring this up again. Yep. And you can find some pretty excellent cosplays at conventions. Of Lex Luthor stealing 40 cakes. Lex Luthor with his 40 cakes. Yeah. Okay. So thumbs up to that. And the whole book is really interesting. I found other scans from it from other superheroes doing things that (laughs) were also very interesting involving learning and math. And so I recommend it. You can look it up. Yeah, everyone, go look that up. All right. Now we're educational. Here, so we thought we were so clever, me having your phone to do this. My phone, it has turned itself off. You may just hit the button or Uh, double tap the screen. There's a button? Double tap the screen. Oh my gosh, you don't have it locked? I do not. Don't announce that to the whole world. Anyone who wants to steal Brandon's phone, it's unlocked. I find screen locking the most annoying (laughs) thing. And so it means I can't do any of the credit card stuff because they won't let you Mm. unless your screen has a password on it. I use my phone so much. This is, to me, it's like, you know, having to type in a code before I take my glasses off to clean them. Or, right, like- You don't have to do that? It is just- That's weird. Like having a cup of water and like before I drink, like it is so inconvenient to us to have this- Well, yeah, but like the thumbprint thing, I don't even notice. They don't work. Mine does. They work. Like, Mine so, does unless I'm cold. So here's the thing. And then it like won't. My experience is just, they work like four out of five times, maybe nine out of 10 times, but that one time is exceptionally aggravating. And so- I love the idea that you are not bothered by dental surgery, yeah. but you are driven to a rage by one time out of 10, yeah. failing to unlock your phone on the first try. And the other thing is- there are some people you could call on that phone that would be very embarrassing for you to get a hold of. And so I don't have my credit card information in there. But, yeah. you know, you want to drop a phone call to various celebrities there in my phone. So yeah, don't do that. I did for a time, because we were cheap, shared a single phone account with my daughter. Yeah. And we had two different phones, but they were mm-hmm. on the same thing. And that meant that she had my full contacts list. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, here's the phone. If you call Brandon. Yeah. If you call... James Dashner, if you call John DeLancey on my phone, Mm -hmm. you're grounded for life. Yep. So that never happened. Okay. So anyway, the reason 
that mm-hmm. I have your phone yes. is because we have a giant quiz with, you said, like 150 questions. I don't know how many it is. It's a lot of questions. So this is, I've known this quiz for years. Okay. Um, this is the most famous Mary Sue quiz mm-hmm. on the internet back from the early 2010s. Back when the kind of Mary Sue fervor hit fandom where everyone was worried that their characters were Mary Sue's. And you had these quizzes pop up. And this is a really in-depth one, kind of tongue-in-cheek, but you don't do anything this extreme Mm -hmm. without being really into it. Yeah. And we mentioned briefly on the podcast before Mary Sue's, but I want to do an episode about this because I think Mary Sue, and I'm I'm not in the minority anymore. A lot of people have kind of come around to this. Yeah. I think Mary Sue is a meaningless distinction that is really useless to talk about. And it annoys me that it's become so much a part of the discourse. In fact, the very person who created this list has a disclaimer saying, I don't think a Mary Sue is a very good indication of whether a character is a good character or not. Instead, you should be looking at what is your character's role in the story and are they fulfilling it, which kudos to the creator of this quiz. You hit it earlier than a lot of us did. But I remember being very panicked that my characters might be Mary Sue's. And if you don't know what a Mary Sue is or a Gary Stu or whatever, it's this idea that in fiction, a lot of people would write fan fiction and put their own self-insert character into the fan fiction. And their yeah. self-insert character would be hyper-competent. All the characters would fall in love with them. They and these do sorts of everything. Things. First yeah. try, they're amazing. It's this idea of a self-insert kind of pipe dream character. And I think it is meaningful that mm-hmm. it's Mary Sue because there was very gendered criticism at the yes. time is, oh, look at these dumb women writing their dumb fan fiction. It very uh, much was a huge part of it. Which is a big part of the misogyny behind the term. Yeah, so, nobody was looking at James Bond who checks all these boxes mm-hmm. and being, you know, it took a 100% while. 100% of um, Mary Sue character. And the other thing about this is, so what, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if you're writing a fanfic because it, feels cool to you to be part of this world and to have a wish fulfillment fantasy. Well, guess what? A lot of great fiction is wish fulfillment fantasy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, maybe you didn't write it very well, but that's not the purpose. And yes, at some points, a character who is too competent in the wrong story can undermine the story. But uh, mm-hmm. And I don't disagree with some of the complaints about some fiction characters being too competent and therefore undermining the tension of scenes. This is a real good discussion to be having about making characters and plots more interesting. But as soon as you tow out Mary Sue, then it gets dismissive. It gets attacking. And Mm -hmm. it just undermines the entire conversation in ways that make it completely unhelpful. And so to kind of prove this, or to (laughs) maybe, maybe we're wrong, I came up with a very clickbait title for our episode. Is Gandalf a Mary Sue? Is Gandalf a Mary Sue? Yeah, and I think we're going to use that. And then people are going to rage in the comments, not watching the episode, before they realize that before kind they of- even see it, because we're already 12 minutes into this, yes. and they have had to sit through so much talk of peaches and cakes. Yes. But now let's get into this. Let's so, get into it. Let's start asking okay. some questions, and you can skip the ones that don't seem to apply very much, or- Well, a lot, well yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. at least address them. Yeah. So part let's... one, all characters. Yeah. This area applies to RPG characters, fan fiction characters, and original fiction characters. Yes. Question number one is, does your character's name, is it a variation of your own name? Is it a variation of J.R.R. Tolkien? Yeah, I don't think Gandalf I'm gonna guess is. No. So, so can, we're not going to check that. We're not going to check uh, that Is one. it a name that he planned on giving one of his children, or is it the name of his actual child? No. Is there any Gandalf children? Gandalf Tolkien? Dol- no. no. I okay. don't know. No. So good on you. Not a Mary Sue, Gandalf? Is your character's name taken deliberately from a character from another fandom that you like? 
his main fandom was Beowulf. Yes. And Finnish literature. I'm going to say yes. And so I think yes, Gandalf yes. does come from that. Yeah, background. absolutely. Finnish and Welsh. Yeah. So 100%. Yeah. Does your character have an unusual or exotic name? <laughs> Chosen primarily because it sounded exotic, extra pretty, or to make your character stand out more. Yes. Gandalf. Mithrandir. Every name in Lord of the Rings is chosen because it sounds Because it sounds pretty. cool. Right. Is your character's name not merely mildly unusual, but very unusual for your character's place and situation, i.e. a medieval English princess named Sakura? So I think this one is a no. Yeah. Because I think in the context... Gandalf he went well out of his way to make all the names fit. Yes. And so then this is one of the things I, for this test, you have to take that context into account. Gandalf mm-hmm. is not that odd of a name for the world he's in. Yes. Okay. Now, moving on from names. Did you mm-hmm. deliberately base your character's looks on your own? I kind of think he did. Do ya? Like an old man who smokes a pipe? Yeah, he did. Right? I think it's... Okay. Arguably, yeah. he based Frodo on himself and Bilbo on himself more so than Gandalf. But yeah, okay. a wise old scholar who is a librarian by trade and who, who smokes a pipe. Play. Uh, yeah, okay. He based him on himself. Yeah. Does your character okay. look how you wish you looked? I don't know. I'm going to go, yes, come on. <laughs> because who doesn't? Who doesn't wish they looked like Gandalf? Yes. I wish I did. I wish I did. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I We're mean, projecting on. onto Tolkien here that he's like, okay, that this Gandalf is me, but taller and cooler. And if has a you got hat. to wear a cool hat and carry a cool staff, like, come yeah. on. He could have. He could have. Did you deliberately base your character's appearance on your own child or someone who you wish was your own child? I don't think no. so. No. Uh, is your character described, illustrated, or depicted as looking especially beautiful, handsome, or cute with little to no effort? I don't think so. No, the rest of the elves, yes. The elves. So we could have checked that on most yeah. elves, but Gandalf's not, not looking Gandalf. cute. Does anyone become distracted or enraptured by Gandalf's looks? No. Boy, uh, we should do this for the elves, this section. Does like, anyone fight or squabble over Gandalf because of his looks? No. Probably not. I mean, people fight over him, but not because of his look. Yeah. Is anyone, including you, jealous of Gandalf's good looks? No. Man, we uh, should have done this for Aragorn. Do uh-huh. any characters see Gandalf's attractiveness as a threat? <laughs> now I'm happy with Big Gandalf. Sorry, man. Probably. It's like, oh, he gets to be gray. Well, then I'm the many colored. Does anyone sincerely praise or comment upon how cute, beautiful, handsome Gandalf is or refer to Gandalf as such when talking about or to your character outside of lovemaking, showing affection, or trying to cheer Gandalf up? This is my favorite episode of this show. Oh, man. No, no can one you, ever does can that. Can you imagine that, that deleted scene where, you know, Sam and Frodo are conversing and they're like, man, that Gandalf, though. That Gandalf. <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. Okay. Does this include any? No, 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 no. Does Gandalf have a great, in italics, body or physique, which you describe, show, and or illustrate in detail? So here's the thing. His nose, yes. His face. Here's the thing. This is like a halfway because Gandalf is depicted as an old man. Yes. You give him a sword and he shows you what kind of physique he has, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I assume combat prowess is going to show up later. No, but I'm talking about the physique, right? Like he, under those robes, he looks like an Adonis. (laughs) 
because you see how well he can fight. He holds his own next to Aragorn yes. in some sword right. fighting scenes. Like, like this is Fabio with a beard and a nose. Yeah. I don't know if you can check this one, but I want to make that point that, you know, if Gandalf okay, were wearing wait. such baggy clothing. I am going to yeah. check the sub question to this yes. that says, does he have an incredible physique despite the fact that he never eats right or exercises? Yes. Okay. That's a good, that's a good yeah. halfway point. There right? we go. We're not going to check all of these, but we're going to give him a point. Like when you make your 90 old man able to kill orcs. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. yeah. I will say the next question, which doesn't apply to him. Yes. Does Gandalf weigh so little that he could be mistaken for anorexic, but isn't, and it's <laughs> meant to be taken as a compliment? It's terrible that that's part yeah. of the Mary Sue thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Is Gandalf explicitly described, shown, illustrated as especially tall or petite? Tall? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even among men, yes. he is considered very tall. Yep. Is Gandalf strong enough to wield a huge weapon like a warhammer, giant gun, a huge sword, yet has a waifish figure instead of unattractive bulging muscles? We just talked about that. Yes. He wields a sword like a boss. Yep. Ah, do you use poetic and, well, already. <laughs> do you use poetic and or creative terms to describe Gandalf, but virtually no one else? Oh, oh no. no. Okay. Gets, Everyone gets described everyone the same gets, way. Yep. Do you frequently describe Gandalf's beautiful, handsome, cute attributes or point out how sexy he is? No. But Conversely, in our fanfic, do you go to great lengths describing how your character is not gorgeous? Mm. I don't think so. I don't think not so. Not a lot of focus not, on Not that. on this one. Yeah. Does Gandalf explicitly look like or strongly resemble an attractive real-life celebrity in story? No. 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 Ian McKellen does not exist in story. That's to its detriment. Like if everyone who saw Gandalf said, oh man, he looks just like Gilgalad or something, <laughs> which I bet does happen if we were to reread it. I'm sure Aragorn is described as looking like somebody else. Yes. Okay. Do other characters find Gandalf extremely attractive and desirable even when he should be completely gross and icky? I.g. after battling, getting tortured, etc. No. No. Okay. Oh, Gollum, it, ex- it explicitly hand, says, and the character doesn't have a kink for that kind of yes. thing. Yes. Okay, good, Like if someone's good, yeah. just really into muddy yeah. people, yeah. then that doesn't count. No, no. Gollum, though. <laughs> Gollum. Yeah. Okay. Does your character have any of the following? Natural eye coloration not normally found in their race or species. I don't think so. I don't know. Any Tolkien fan? I think fan? it just has gray eyes. Yeah, okay. And all of the Astari have like their different, own different colored eyes, so I don't know okay. if that counts. Eyes with other unusual qualities? Does he? I don't think so. I don't know. We might be getting some of these wrong. We don't know our Wise our old eyes Galadriel yeah. does. Yes. Natural hair color not normally found in their race or species? No. Nope. An unusual feature of any kind, such as yep. a birthmark, tattoo, blood color. The nose. The nose. Yep. Anything else? There's actually five boxes. Five that I boxes? Can ch- it says one box for each. So are I there any others? just the nose. Just the nose. I think he only yeah. gets one point on this. Okay. Does Gandalf have a particularly attractive or pleasant scent that does not come from perfume, cologne, or shampoo? <laughs> he might, but And we Mary and Pippin are walking by like, oh, get a load uh. of that Gandalf smell. <laughs> Okay. Does Gandalf have a scar or other small flaw that is noticed by someone but does not actually detract from their appearance? No. I'm going to give that one a no. We've already given him a point for the nose. That's probably enough. Has Gandalf been in a lot of physical fights and or battles but doesn't have many noticeable scars to show for it? Yes. Yes. Does Gandalf have a particular piercing, haunting, captivating, or dazzling gaze? Yes. Yes. 
do you describe, show, and or detail, illustrate in detail, Gandalf's outfits in full detail, even when the details have no bearing on the plot? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Come on. He arguably does that with every character, yep. but... It didn't say that it, that one is unusual yeah, exactly. for Exactly. Yep. Does Gandalf's personal choice of clothing frequently include clothing that you deliberately picked from your own wardrobe? I don't know. Probably Did Tolkien not. walk around the house in a big gray robe? Let's um, say no on that one. Clothing yeah. you chose because you really wished you owned it or could get away with wearing it in public? I mean, Maybe. we have to give this one a yes, right? Do we? Okay, we we already gave him one point. Yeah. Maybe we should not give a second point on that. Okay, that clothing concept. you chose because it makes your character look super sexy and or badass. I mean, that has become a very kind of awesome wizard thing we because gotta of We got to give him Gandalf. one point on the clothes because his costume is so iconic and distinctive. Somewhere in here, the cool hat and the robe and the beard. Well, the next question, clothing that is realistically impractical, improper, or inappropriate for the character's situation, but looks cool. I kind of feel like he gets that one. Okay, let's give him that he one. he has a big, huge robe. Like, that's yeah. not what you would wear. To battle? To the go, yeah. To battle, mm-hmm. to go marching across, you know, hundreds of leagues All of right. whatever. Okay. There, there's our costume one. There might okay. be others, but I feel is better that we've given Gandalf him one. impervious to any of the normal limitations and or weaknesses of his species? <sighs> I mean, he can't even die. See, here's the But thing. I don't know if any of the wizards can. I think that we have to in this. Now, this might get us some hate in the comments. I think we have to pretend Gandalf is a human. That he's a human. That Tolkien's like, we have to have an excuse for why he's so awesome. He okay. is one of the Maiar, is that what he is, mm-hmm. or the Einar? Einar? I think he's... Uh, he's Maiar. He's Maiar, okay. Yeah. So, no, I think you're right, because yeah. this is the same thing Spock yeah. does, right? Like, yeah. Spock is amazing, and nothing can hurt him, and he has a million medical reasons yes. for why he's awesome, and They've allegedly every it. Vulcan is like that, yeah. but in terms of the show, he's just the awesome dude who can he, do he everything. He looks like a human, except he's immortal, impervious, has magic, and... Okay. yeah. then we're clicking that one. Yeah. Does Gandalf belong to an exotic or unusual race or species with powers, abilities beyond human or whatever? The, yeah, okay. Yes. yes. Yep. Is your We're character checking a lot of these. See, and we just did too. Like, yep. we'll treat him as a human, but also he's not a human. Yeah. So we got yes on both because we're mm. double dipping. Yep. Is Gandalf a crossbreed or hybrid of any kind? No. No. Hybrid that, of two or more species? Yeah. No. Let's give that um, There's several questions about this. Does he have all the weaknesses, none of the strengths? No. Okay, yeah. I will point out that my book, A Night of Black or Darkness, the vampires have all the weaknesses and none of the strengths. Yes. Which is... Anti-Mary Sue going on there. Mm -hmm. Okay. If not a crossbreed, then is your character cross-cultural because you believe it makes your character more interesting or exotic? No. No. I don't think we get any of this cultural stuff. Okay. Does Gandalf belong to a species that typically has an appearance or exhibits behaviors that you and or most people in real life would find unattractive or unappealing, but your character looks or acts more human for some reason? That's the orc question. Yeah. I'm going to go no on this. Like That's specifically for, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. They've made all Klingons repulsive, but then suddenly Worf is cool. Yeah. Right? Does Gandalf become a genetically, scientifically, cybernetically, supernaturally, or magically altered, enhanced being, possibly with new powers and or better looks? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's uh, a defining is feature. He of happier Gandalf. this way. Yes. Do people like him better this way? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Do you wish it would happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty sure Tolkien wishes 
that after he died in a pit, he could come back to life. Like, yes. 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 Do you think of your so. character as a role model? Yes. Yeah. He was clearly presented as a role model. Mm-hmm. Does Gandalf voice political, social, and or religious opinions or beliefs which you share? Gandalf does actively oppose the mechanization yes. that Saruman represents. Mm-hmm. And that was one of Tolkien's hobby horses. So, yes. Does he convince others that his way of thinking is right? Yes, he does. Yes, he That's does. his whole gig. Mm-hmm. Is spreading these views one of Gandalf's biggest motivations or even their sole motivation? Literally, his entire job is riding around Middle-earth, getting people to believe what he believes. Yes. If religious, does your character explicitly have divine support or assistance in gaining converts and or confronting non-believers? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. He was created by, uh, what, (laughs) Iluvatar? What's his name? By the Valar to go over and, okay. Mm -hmm. Do characters who disagree with Gandalf's views or beliefs simply do so out of spite, stubbornness, and or ignorance, or because they're evil or being manipulated by someone evil? Yes. Yes, indeed. the whole Saruman plot. Does anyone who does not adopt Gandalf's ideals by the end of the story end up beaten up, humiliated, miserable, or dead? Yes. (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) Okay. Does Gandalf express unusually free, enlightened, or liberated views on topics such as sex and equality for their time and place? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, he's a friend to the hobbits and Mm -hmm. trusts them. He definitely is trying to get all the races to work together. I think that there's a little bit, we don't have to check this one, but I want to point out, like everyone's down on the hobbits and Mm -hmm. Gandalf, even in the Hobbit, is like, no, they can add something. I want to click this one, yeah. but then not the next one, which okay. says, and does no one frown upon your character's behaviors or views? Plenty okay. of people frown on yeah. his views and mm-hmm. his, they're like, no, hobbits are dumb. No, the races don't have to work together. Or do only characters who don't matter disapprove, e.g. the villain, the village idiot? Yeah. No. Okay. So, does Gandalf openly call anyone else incapable, incompetent, foolish, <laughs> etc.? But the character or characters referred to as such don't find your character's behavior insulting, hurtful, rude, belittling, condescending. Yeah, 100%. He was the Dr. House of Middle Earth. And or do most or all of the insulted character's friends fail to get angry at your character's behavior despite knowing their friend was insulted? I mean, no one ever goes after Gandalf. They do not. For fool of a took. would you? (laughs) He's a demigod. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, they they don't necessarily know that until after he comes back to life. But still, you know, Mary's not up there saying, hey, don't talk to Pippin that way. Yeah. Okay. If anyone does get angry or upset at your character's behavior, are these feelings shown to be unjustified or treated as unjustified by everyone whose opinions matter? I don't know about that I don't think we can check that one. Okay. Is the insulted person the type of person who'd never let that kind of behavior slide with anyone else? No. Yeah. <laughs> Pippin is the whipping boy. Though I don't know. I mean, there there's some other people that Gandalf goes after, but I think we've checked enough yeah. on this one. He does go after everybody. Yeah. Okay. If your character has a short temper, sharp wit, snarky attitude, or is otherwise prone to verbal assaults, are the tongue lashings and or snarkings he gives other characters always deserved and or justified? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, are yeah. They? There's nobody who doesn't deserve a tongue lashing from Gandalf. <laughs> Right? Uh, Especially the ones who think he's very attractive. Yes. Okay. Does your character ever strike or attack any other character or steal or destroy any other character's possessions, yet the character or characters affected don't get angry or upset over it? Nah, I don't think this one. 
I mean, he does destroy some stuff. He doesn't stuff, steal but, stuff. Yeah. He does smack people. Yeah, he does smack people, but... He physically attacks Sam and Pippin at different points. That's true. There's no reprisal at any point. He does point. steal the Palantir from, from Mary, right? Um, uh, it's not really Mary's, though. Yeah, Pippin. It's, it's Pippin. It's not yeah, Pippin's. Right. I think I'm going to click this one. Okay. Do most or all of the character's friends fail to get angry or upset despite knowing what your character did? I mean, that's also true. Mm -hmm. If anyone does get angry or upset at Gandalf's behavior, are these feelings shown to be unjustified? I think we can skip this one. Yeah, that one. Is the victim the type of person who'd never let that slide? No. Did a serious injury result? Or was the item something very important to the character? No. No. Is Gandalf easily provoked to violence, but only gets into fight with characters who truly deserve the beating they get? Depends on what you consider smacking and grabbing hobbits by yeah. ears. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I'm going to give I, him a no. His yeah. his air is not easily provoked. Like that's that's not Gandalf. Gandalf doesn't have a short fuse, but when you light that fuse, get out of there. Yeah. If your character is openly defiant or disrespectful toward authority figures, is your character always justified and in the right? Gandalf is openly disrespectful towards, for example, Denethor. He is, but he is but, very respectful to Saruman. Yeah. And uh, before Saruman turns. So yeah. I don't think we I don't need think to check we're going to give one. that one. He is very disrespectful, but Denethor seriously deserved it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He does attack Theoden and, as well, but only yeah. in order to and save him. And he tries to work with Denethor, right? Yeah. He gives it He's a... He's not yeah. just needlessly defiant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just after you've finally proved yourself an idiot, then yeah. I'm going to treat you like one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are any other actions that get Gandalf into trouble with authority always justified from your point of view? Well, I mean, we did just sit here justifying a bunch of other things that he does. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. He only does it when it is justifiable, so therefore we need to check the box. Okay. Do authority figures punish Gandalf more harshly than they would have punished their peers under the same circumstances? No. 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 Do authority figures not punish Gandalf when they probably would have punished their peers under the... No. Are the rules of the universe bent or broken for your character, like joining a group despite being too old or too young? I'm going to go yes. He came back to life when nobody else does. Yeah. Right? Got to count that one. Mm -hmm. By the way, we just finished question 36. Okay. And we're doing slightly better than one question per minute. <laughs> I guess averaged over the entire thing. I don't think we've we only been doing this, this for thing. 20 minutes. But we there's get no way we're going to finish this. The special powers okay. section. Does your character have any psychological disorders or conditions? No. Is your character mainly driven by completely justified revenge? No. Was Gandalf an important and or famous person in a past life? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Are animals instinctively attracted to Gandalf? No. How many animal companions does Gandalf keep? <laughs> he has an eagle, a horse, and oh a Oh my gosh, you're right. Yep. He does. So do I need to click the instinctively attracted to Gandalf one? No, that's more somebody else, but he- That's more he of a Radagast like thing. The only but... human who has ever yeah. like gotten the respect of Shadowfax or whatever. said animal, yeah. a wolf, bird of prey, big cat, or mythical creature. Well, Shadowfax is yep. specifically a magical horse. Yep. Does Gandalf habitually share profound wisdom and knowledge? <laughs> no. <laughs> Does Gandalf always have money to spend on extravagant frivolities? No. Mm. Does anyone quickly and readily bestow gifts, goodies, and luxuries upon Gandalf that aren't mandated by local norms of etiquette? Does he get a gift from Galadriel? No, he's dead he when they go to the Lorien. That's Lorian. right, he's dead. Yeah. Bjorn 
sets him up with stuff in The Hobbit, but I don't think yeah, I'm going to count this. Also, one. like when he goes to the Shire, most of the Hobbits treat him with suspicion. Yeah. Nobody gives him anything. So mm-hmm. no gifts for you. Does Gandalf share your favorite type of movies, music, clothes, hobbies, etc.? <laughs> I mean, he is a researcher and an archivist. I think we have to go with yes on this yeah. because the songs mm-hmm. are Tolkien's jam. Yeah. Right. And, and, so. and like the entire 40 years in between mm-hmm. Hobbit and Lord of the Rings he spends in libraries. So mm-hmm. you take that. Even though your character belongs to a different race species group that has its own culture and entertainment already or normally doesn't care for that type of thing at all. For example, a troll who's really into K-pop. No, I don't nah. think so. Though he does really love Hobbit culture. He does. He is, he is a Hobbit Should we fanboy. give him Hobbit culture? Uh, he doesn't live it. That's the thing, right? He does, though, because the one obvious Mm self-insert Tolkien did was the hobbits of the Shire are very specifically kind of old British gentlemen who live in the countryside. And Gandalf comes from outside of that, but loves that. Okay. He hangs out with them all the time. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I think we got to do that. Mm -hmm. Is Gandalf some sort of genius and or prodigy and or is unusually accomplished for his time, age, period, place, occupation, or social status? Unusually accomplished for a wizard? Well, let's look at the wizards. Well, he's unusually accomplished for his social status because in the Shire, people treat him very poorly. Well, and beyond that, the blue wizards, useless. Radagast, (laughs) not that useful. Mm -hmm. Saruman, actively evil. Yeah, he's like the one... Mm -hmm. Good wizard who pays yeah. attention and helps mm-hmm. people. Okay. Is he very accomplished in something that is extremely desirable and or useful in the story's universe? Yes. Yes. Magic. Is he accomplished in something that is extremely difficult for virtually anyone to achieve? Yes. yes. <laughs> is your character unusually accomplished or gifted in more than one area? Yes. yes. Does your character pick up new skills and or gain ranks unusually fast during the course of the story? No, he's pretty much arrived, right? Well, yeah. Like, is there anything Gandalf learns? No. I mean, he is able to do whatever the story requires him to do, but Mm -hmm. it's not presented as him learning new stuff. It's him presented as, oh, yeah, also, we forgot to tell you, he's an expert horseman and swordsman. Yes. So, no, he doesn't gain new Mm -hmm. powers easily. Is Gandalf simply the best or among the best among his peer group? Yes. Yes. Now, this, again, has multiple boxes. So the best wizard, check. Is he the best at anything else? Horseman, right? Like, he has the He does have the best horse in the whole whole story. Yes. He's not as good a swordsman, probably, as Aragorn, right? So We won't give him that. We won't give him that. He is among the wisest of the wise, though. And he is the best at blowing smoke. Oh, yeah. He can do smoke rings better than anybody. He can do Mm -hmm. fireworks better than anybody. And he is also uh, considered to be among the wisest yes. of anyone. So yes. definitely marking. Is he famous or renowned for any of these? Yes. <laughs> Are other characters extremely impressed or astonished at his skills and virtues? Yes. Yes. Do they impress even the most cynical, jaded, exacting, and or experienced? Even the hobbits who hate him love his fireworks. Yep. Yes. And Does- Boromir, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> does Gandalf modestly dismiss or deflect well-earned compliments? No, he does not. No, he likes them. <laughs> does Gandalf have Barbie doll syndrome? I don't know what that is. I don't either. There's a link. We, we don't, don't have time to, to click it. it. Yeah. Does your character have an exceptionally good singing voice? 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he play a musical instrument very well? I don't remember seeing him play I don't one. either. Can he charm others with musical talent? I don't think so. Okay. Does your character have any sort of power or ability that is unprecedented or unheard of among the people your character usually associates with? Yes. Yeah. Does Gandalf have no enemies or opponents with any real ability to genuinely match him? No. No, he has has some pretty serious Does Gandalf have the ability to save others from mortal injury and or death? I mean, he saves their lives, but he doesn't, like, heal them. Yeah, I don't think we can and, check and that And it one. says to save others, yeah. not himself, so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does Gandalf have special abilities that can allow him to read almost anyone's thoughts and or memories instantly and with ease with few to no limitations or chances of backfiring? I don't think so. No. Can he easily control another person with little to no possibility of resistance from the target? No, no. no. No Jedi mind powers. Can he see or just know things without actually being there with few to no limitations, chances of backfiring, or possibilities of being blocked or discovered? Kind of. I mean, he has to do a lot of research to figure out the ring, Mm -hmm. but he knows everything about everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think think we checked that one. Okay. Can he easily purify or cleanse someone of long-running anger, hate, selfishness, evil, darkness, etc. that came... Yeah, okay, yes. That's the whole Theoden. Yes, it is. Does Gandalf have telepathic or empathic connection or the ability to communicate with any kind of animal? Yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything such as horses, wolves, big cats, or mythical creatures? Yes! yes. <laughs> Bonded creatures do not count, but we see yeah. him talking to all those other animals. Mm-hmm. Does he have the ability to shapeshift? I mean, he goes from Gandalf the Gray to Gandalf the White, but I don't think that's what no, this is asking about. I don't about. think it is either. Okay. What question are you on? We just finished 55. 55. Can you quickly scroll down and see how many there are? Uh, we're about a third of the way through the right. page based on the little scrolly Let's deal. Go see how many questions there are. We may oh want to- Oh my gosh. We're still in part one. Yeah. We may want to- Good night. Just average it, right? So how many questions are there well, at the end? There are four or five parts, and it restarts numbering at each of them. Okay. So I don't have a total. But we are a third of the way through. We okay. are at 113 points. So let's just give him 350 points, saying it's one. You know, we don't even have to, because 50 yeah. or more points makes uh, him read, a read full... Read, okay. read it. Start at the top. Start okay. Right at the top. Let's see if Gandalf is a, is a Mary Sue. What's the first ranking? Okay, zero to five points. Yes. If your score isn't this low from clicking several de-suifiers, it may be possible that your character is poorly developed yet or a potential anti-sewer hook. Oh, that's right. They have a de-suifier so at the end. So there's some later. Mm-hmm. Yep. It five may be to unfair to points that we, that, that we didn't do Well, some let's of the do some of the de-suifiers real quick. Let's see if we can de Part five. Yeah. Do you ever poke fun at your character's faults or weaknesses and or use them as plot devices or gags? No. No. Has Gandalf ever been honestly selfish, petty, lazy, shallow, or pointlessly cruel? No. No. Is Gandalf really and honestly overweight and stays overweight throughout the entire story? No. No. Is Gandalf honestly ugly and stays ugly throughout? No. No. Does Gandalf get into a fight or rush into a situation without prepping for it? No. Well, he does die to the Balrog. No, but that's... that's that's Pippin's noble self-sacrifice fault. yes, rather than mm-hmm. him rushing into a fight. Yeah, okay. okay. We're not going to uh, click any of these. He doesn't stay out of shape. Yeah. He doesn't struggle with a physical disability. All right, move down to the uh, bottom and read He doesn't these. have any of this. Okay, he so- He can't get desuified. We're at 350 points. Yeah, zero to five points says yeah. 
Not a Mary Sue. It says you're not even a real character yet. Yeah. Five to 16 points. Very low chance your character is a Mary Sue. Usually a safe range to be in. Okay. 17 to 21 points. Low to moderate chance your character is a Mary Sue. Generally mm-hmm. safe range. Uh-huh. 22 to 29. Moderate to high chance your character is a Mary Sue. Still a safe-ish range to be in, but be mm-hmm. careful. Okay. 30 to 35. High to very high chance your character is a Mary Sue. Risky range to be in. Okay. 36 to 49. Extremely high chance your character is a Mary Sue. Very risky range. Yes. Now, 50 or more points. We got through approximately one third of this list. Yep. And we have And we did the Desuifiers, and we have 113 points. Yeah. So we are already more than double the threshold for the highest category. Your character is almost certainly a Mary Sue and a bad one at that. On the odd chance that he isn't, it's most likely you didn't read the instructions properly. (laughs) If it's the latter case, read the instructions and take the test again. (laughs) So, why did I have us do this? Number one, I thought it would be amusing to have Gandalf be this. But also, I think I see this as proof that the entire concept is useless. Yeah. Right? Gandalf very much fits this. When I'm like, who would be the perfect Mary Sue according to these lists? Mm-hmm. Gandalf's one of the names that I came up with because I'm like, yeah. yeah, he fulfills all those roles. And you know what else? He is an awesome character, beloved by many. And you can't argue that he should have not had these attributes. Mm-hmm. It would have made the story objectively worse. Yeah. And so my argument here is, let's stop using the term Mary Sue. Let's stop even putting that in our lexicon. Let's stop clickbaiting yeah. on that, even though I clickbaited on this one with that. <laughs> well, and the the reason that the label is bad, yes. right, is because if somebody comes up and says, Gandalf has too many powers, he's too good at too many things, mm-hmm. and it ends up harming the story, you can actually have, I think, a valuable conversation about that yeah. and say, well, is that true? Let's talk about this. Does yeah. his extreme ability to do everything that the story requires him to do help or hurt? Whereas if you use the label Mary Sue, it is automatically looking down on him. Right. Is he a bad character? I do think there are some arguments. For instance, Rey having all the abilities takes away from other characters, right? She doesn't need Poe. She doesn't need Finn. And we can see in later installments that because she can do it all, Mm -hmm. she doesn't need them. Therefore, it is bad for your story doesn't mean that having powers is bad for your story, but in that specific story, if Ray can fly better than Poe, why is Poe in the story, right? Yeah. Like these sorts of things do make for an issue mm-hmm. that are fully discussable. It's not because she's a Mary Sue. It's because you are impacting your story in bad yeah. ways by solving problems the easy way sometimes with your character. And mm-hmm. we're all guilty of that. It doesn't mean our characters are Mary Sue's, but it does mean we can maybe force ourselves to struggle a little bit more, force our characters to struggle a little bit more, and in so doing, make for a stronger storyline. Absolutely. We are going to invite a special guest to come over. Check him out. Here, speak into the microphone, sir. You got to scoot over. You're not even going to appear in here. Get get over here. I'm in frame. I got like half a butt cheek on the the chair, though. That's my favorite half. This is... (laughs) I think think that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if you can say one thing about this podcast... It's a little half-assed. <laughs> How's that, Brandon? Uh, That's yeah. not what we brought you on for. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what we brought you on for? Is that what you wanted to do? Maybe. <laughs> so this is our friend, Ben. He is going to be joining us next week for the entire episode. It is a very special episode. Like the 
Yes, yes, uh, we're like sitcom, we Wednesday night sitcom. We thing? are yeah. going to be doing very something special, like, very stupid. <laughs> we're going to do something very stupid that you should never do, and Ben is going to join us. I regret my decisions. Only. So come next week, and how's that, Brandon? I guess is that what we're doing. You got us. You can say it. You can say it. How's that, Brandon? Thank you.